Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Who says I have horses with people problems? Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Imagine that. Here we are in the studio in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world. New studio. New studio, that's right. Uh, I am Louisa Barton, if you didn't know already. And this guy, I don't know. I think Betsy from Larson Hay dragged him in from the parking lot. Just to say, Idaho's <laughs> finest alfalfa. <laughs> right. Thank you, guys. Dancing Pete Roder <laughs> from Complimentary Horsemanship. And uh, we have our beautiful backdrop here behind us. Isn't that lovely? So you can let us know if you like the new studio instead of the news desk look. We've got a pretty good lineup for the show. Now we can get up and dance. Yeah. And you probably wonder Remember why we that? have these, but we'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> We're going to start mm. off with who's on the show. Who's on the show? <laughs> Shelby Benny. Really excited. Miss Rodeo USA is going to be with us. What's amazing about her is not only that she's beautiful and that she's Miss Rodeo USA, but she's also an attorney at law, which means she's also extremely intelligent and made it through law school. And, you know, we're all getting her card when she arrived because she specializes in criminal law. And we know we'll never know when <laughs> Pete might need her. No, just kidding. Thanks. You know, I'm joking. Uh, so we're very excited to have her with us for a segment. And we have Dr. Kayot, who's going to be talking about colic surgery. There he is. Oh, not Always fun. love having Dr. Uh, Kayot with us from Peterson Smith Equine Hospital but we don't really like colic, but we do like to know what the outcome is if you are in a situation where your horse has to have a colic surgery. So we have Aaron Vale 3, episode three. Wow, and I then thought we there was three Aaron Vales. No, <laughs> that would be amazing. First, second, and third, Aaron Vale. I know, right, and he would be, he would be. Well, he usually is first, second, and third if he has three horses That's in right. the competition. Get, okay. True fact, true fact. Then we have Dancing Pete's Horsemanship. Tip of the week. That's right. And Ocala Dog Ranch is going to give us a little input. We have Uncle, Uncle Neil. Neil and his tip of the week as well. So that's all good. But now, if you're wondering why we have <laughs> these. Stick horses. Stick horses. See? They're actually nice crown. They're actually mini stick horses. I know. And see this one? <laughs> crown right here. Oh. Yeah, rodeo queen. Rodeo queen. Yes, right here. Uh, the so rodeo. these are here with us because we have the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games coming up. And we're very excited. It's presented by AgPro of Ocala this time. And it's part of the equine initiative that is sponsored by Piranha. It's going to be at the Florida Horse Park. And we're very, very excited to have an incredible breed parade 
which we will start out. Actually, the Florida Mounted is helping us by doing the national anthem, which will be beautiful. So we'll present the colors. Yeah, I don't get to sing it this year, right? Thank God. That <laughs> was really bad. I'm it was sorry. bad. Thank you for trying, but it was. Um, it, we were we were missing our uh, singer. So Pete very kindly jumped in. I ain't shy, but I didn't say I could. it was Michael He's Jackson. Not Miss Sunbelt Rodeo, thank you. Oh. Betsy from Larson Farms is here, and she took care of a correction from the audience. <laughs> you, you promoted her up a few Well, the top of the poster <laughs> said... You, you promoted her pretty far up there. Hey, listen... She went from the mayor of Ocala <laughs> to the president of the United States. I, I like doing that for people. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here to throw those faith statements out That's there. That's right. <laughs> Either way, it's still amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing, yes. So October 21st. Yes, back to this. Um, <laughs> so the Florida Horse Park. So lots of people are intimidated, believe it or not, by horses. And people are also intimidated by horse sports. And sometimes they're even intimidated by attending horse sports because they don't understand the rules. So for example, if I was at a rodeo sitting next to Betsy from Larson Hay, she would probably be telling me all about barrel racing and I'd be sitting there going, uh, I, hold on, I don't get it, I don't <laughs> no, get it. No, 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 no. Louise would be going, oh, look at the pretty horse coming in. <laughs> I roll. And Betsy go, Betsy's like, hey, she knocked over the first barrel. Who cares? <laughs> She's got five-second penalty. You're Let's so, move on. You're so, you're so right. <laughs> Reminds me of our trip when Betsy said, grab the steering wheel. And I said, what? I'm in the passenger seat. And she said, you've never rodeoed, have you? <laughs> no, actually, I haven't. <laughs> but perhaps I should have. But anyway, so, so yes, um, the stick horse games, the idea of the stick horse games is that people can learn horse sports from experts, by the way, because uh, well, we're going to have was, top equestrians. Yeah, you're uh, not having just Joe Blow. Let me show you how no. to use a polo mallet on a horse. No, no. we're going to have top equestrians in each sport. What's his name? That does David. David. Oh, he's amazing. You know, they're both Davids. Yeah. Oh, that's right. David and David. David and David. But who's going to be teaching you polo? He's been there, done yes, that. It's that's amazing. Right. And so top folks will show you the rules. They'll demonstrate and then you get to compete from the safety of your stick horse. You can bring a stick horse if you'd like, or you can use one of ours. We're very excited and because I we're going to have a competition. We're, yeah, we're going to have a competition with. For the best stick horse. So for example, if I was Betsy from Larson Hay, I would make the horse have hair, or at least mane, oh gosh. made of hay. It's <laughs> just an idea. Anyway, you can logo your stick horse, or if you're with one of the local schools, you can put your school colors. Wow. The public schools are actually going to bring a lineup of the different horses from in school colors, and we're going to have a school competition and then a business competition. So it'll be really fun. We're going to have two trophies. Wow. And if you compete in all the stick horse games, you could win the overall trophy or reserve grand trophy, trophy for your age group. So we're going to have little kids, bigger kids and then adults and large kids. Who are adults? I know, right? <laughs> it didn't look like adults last yeah, year. <laughs> not, in, not in our group. But if you'd like to try show jumping, dressage, 
polo, uh, reining, roping, you name it, we're going to do it on stick horses and it's going to be really fun and we've got some amazing demos in the middle of the day. We've got the Roman rider coming and several wow. other people coming to do some really nice demos. So we're really excited about this event. It's going to be fantastic, free for all ages. Thank you to our sponsors. We have some wonderful sponsors and that's October 21st and it does say 10 to 4 on the program but it is actually 10 to 6 and because I haven't mentioned Larson Hay enough they Idaho's have hay rides all day for you with big horse rides. Horse drawn. Yes. So you'll really, really enjoy uh, horse drawn hay rides uh, from so Larson Hay. We so want you to come out, have a good time, be sit safe. Sit on Idaho's finest alfalfa. That's right. Sit on it while you're having your hay ride. <laughs> but come out and have a good time. Learn a little bit more about what's going yeah. on in Ocala, which is horses. Mm -hmm. And then that way when you go to WEC, you can go, oh, I know, I know what's going, going on. That's right. I learned at the Florida Horse Park. There you go. All about all the horse sports. So anyway, you can uh, make a better stick horse than this if you'd like. <laughs> Mine's really nice. What are it you is. saying? <laughs> very good. Hey, cute. don't pet my horse. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's against Pete's rules. That's right. <laughs> And don't forget, Piranha Golf is also coming up. Oh, uh, Piranha yes. Life are having their fundraising golf tournament with PGA Pro Ted Potter. Piranha Life uh, golf tournament is great fun. Uh, actually, since I haven't mentioned Betsy from Larson Hay enough in this segment, her and I had such a good time last year. Uh, <laughs> golf. Driving the golf cart. She didn't ask me to grab. No, she didn't ask me to grab the wheel. That's a good thing. Uh, but uh, really, a great competition, and that is coming up November third. And there are three charities that are going to benefit from that. Uh, we've got Canine for Warriors. Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, and then the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranch as well. So three great 501c3s that will get checks Very good. from the golf tournament. So sponsor or get a team together. It'll be a lot of fun and uh, a great three great causes. So got to wrap it up, but we're coming back with Dr. Adam Kayot, and he's going to be talking about colic surgery, colic surgery, something you hope you don't have to deal with, but if you do, here it is. So stay with us in a few minutes. We'll be back. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip.
Experience the bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting, a space to retreat, rewind and relax. From spacious rooms to extended stay suites, each room is unique, just like you. Don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either, and your fairy friend is welcome too. Elwood has cozy beds, yummy treats, and snuggles too. Elwood is more than a landing place. It's a tribute to a contemporary Southern lifestyle, a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Join us for the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by Ag Pro Companies of Ocala. October the 21st at the Florida Horse Park. Enjoy the parade of horse breeds, take a free hayride, and learn horse sports by competing from the safety of a stick horse. Win ribbons and prizes in barrel racing, show jumping, calf roping, racing, polo, plus food trucks and a vendor village. Don't forget to horse around with us on October the 21st, 10 to 4 p.m. at the Florida Horse Park. Free admission for all ages. This event is part of the CEP's Equine Initiative presented by Piranha. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show here at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care with Dr. Adam Kayot. And we are going to talk a little bit about when colic is necessary, uh, when colic surgery is necessary and the different procedures and kind of the potential of a good outcome with that. Um, Dr. Kayot, talk to us a little bit about colic and when it happens, when it gets to the point that surgery is necessary, the horse has to come to the clinic. Um, some of those potential procedure and prognosis outcome, etc. So, as an ambulatory practitioner, when we go out and see a colic, which is obviously a very common thing that we deal with, um, the number one thing that I do to determine does this horse need to go in to a referral facility or not is the response to pain management. So, typically, we give them give them nonsteroidal banamine, typically. Um, and sedate them. And we like to see how long it takes for that to, you know, take effect. Obviously, it, it takes effect. It takes about, if you give it intravenously, it takes effect in probably about 20 minutes or so. But once it starts taking effect, how long does that last? Um, the number, so the number one referral indicator is response to pain management. If, they're, if you sedate them and they, you know, they're comfortable pretty much after that the rest of the day, then that is not an indicator that that horse probably needs to go in for referral. If that horse, you sedate them, you treat them, and then all of a sudden 
a half hour later, an hour later, the horse is painful again. And depending on the level of pain, I mean, some of them could be very painful. Um, where they're, you know, laying down, rolling, you know, they can't stand up. Those are obviously situations that uh, would warrant a referral. Um, so that's number one. Once they get to the hospital, they can do some further diagnostics that they're a little bit easier than in the field, like ultrasound in their you know, intestines to see, see, you know, see if they have that sort, see if they have a intussusception or if they have a nephrosplenic entrapment or different things like that, that they can, they can see that way. Again, at the hospital, same thing. Does this horse need, need to go on the surgery table? Response to pain management. If they're able to um, sedate the horse and the horse stays comfortable for an extended period of time, and we're talking several hours, then that's probably not um, a surgery situation acutely. If that continues for a day or so, then you're going to say, well, hey, we need to open this horse up and find out what's going on. Obviously, there's different there's different things, you know, when you get in there, if, if, if it's just an impaction, um, those surgeries are pretty successful. You open it up, you take, you know, down here, we go to sand impaction or something like that. Take the sand out, stitch the, stitch the uh, intestine back up and you're good to go. The, the thing that gets a little worrisome are, you know, um, where the bowel's been twisted and it's dead because it's lost blood supply. And then you have to, reattach the bowel. So you cut out the dead part and then you reattach the bowel back together. How big of a section could that be? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, horses have 30 some feet. I don't remember exactly how many feet they have. A lot of feet of, of, of intestine. Um, certainly several feet can be taken out. I would say if you're getting up towards of close to 10, you're probably, it's probably not a good situation at all. But and it could be like it could be a lot Quite more, a obviously. Wow. If that's the case, then then you're probably going to recommend euthanasia at that point, um, because colic surgery and when you have a, a resection is what it's called, um, it's hard on them. Uh, they they'll typically lose weight, and obviously the, the older the horse is, the more difficult it is for them to recover. They'll lose weight for a while. It's obviously a stressful situation, so the horse has to be, in my mind, has to be kind of in the in the sweet window of age and you know and, and, and how things are going to go after obviously younger ones that have surgery and have to have a resection the prognosis is much better than the older ones that that may have to have one um, certainly it's great it's greater than 50 percent survival and and um with with um with a resection certainly with a, uh, you know um impaction or a, Nephrosplenic entrapment, where they just have to take this, take the uh, intestine back out from where it was. So, you know, those those have those are very high uh, um, probability of success. So, um, you know, colic surgery is always uh, a little scary. Certainly, um, you never know a lot of times what, what you're going to find, find right. uh, until you get in there. And um, you know, we we can help a lot. Um, so you just got to be, in, you know, you just got to be smart. Obviously, it's an expensive endeavor. And there's a lot, a lot of things to consider when, when saying yes, let's do surgery or not do surgery for a colic patient. And then for a ruptured intestine, there is. So a ruptured intestine is is just about as bleak as it can get. Um, horses do not do well with peritonitis and, and infection in the peritoneum. That's the area where the guts hang out. Um, they don't do well at all. Certainly, there are there are cases of horses that have had peritonitis and recovered. Um, that's not many. 
you know, the, the majority of horses um, will um, will pass when they get peritonitis because it's it's a it's a bad thing. So if you get a rupture, and there isn't a surgical option, it's not for... really a surgical option at that point. No, um, that's pretty much the you know the end point as far as that goes. Um, they so become septic after they it. They become septic. They're sick, sick as dogs. Yeah, it, you know, and then organs start shutting down, and you know they die. So. Um, pretty much ruptures and those sorts of things when the horse is ruptured. That's that's unfortunately that's the end of the road. And a lot of times it can happen and you don't know it. It can happen, especially in older horses, just out of the blue. I've had it happen one time. Um, it was on a young horse. They she she got kicked in the in the abdomen by one of her uh, field mates, ruptured. Um, so those are always dramatic and, and sad stories. Um, but um, hopefully. You get treated early enough, you can help prevent those sorts of things from happening. And with age, naturally, I'm sure the intestine becomes a lot weaker. Absolutely. Yeah, just like anything, you know, as, as the horse ages, um, things, tissues aren't as good as they used to be, you know. So um, that's more of a concern. And, and a lot of times, unfortunately, those older horses, they tend to be very stoic a lot of times. So you may not know that they're in distress because they're just quiet and they're stoic and and uh, and then and suddenly it can be things can get bad. Sudden, you know, you look at them and their gums are purple and you know they're toxic and that's you know that's the end of the line. Very good, thank you. you Dr. Adam Kayot with Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show. Always does a phenomenal job. Uh, not a great topic. <laughs> not a great topic. Something <laughs> but, a, that, but a great topic to understand. Certainly. It's something that, um, you know, we none of us really ever want to have to deal with. It's, uh, it's a daunting uh, situation to be in. And I remember when Jake, actually, uh, Jake from Pear Tree. Uh, yes, took uh, Flynn to Peterson Smith because we were so worried about him having to possibly potentially have colic surgery and I'm so very glad that he was able to be hospitalized and be cared for there and the outcome was very good but it isn't always so just things to bear in mind uh, when you're you know being a horse owner becoming a horse owner uh, there's lots of ups and downs <laughs> The ups oh, are fantastic. <laughs> yes, and that's the downs why are not the so downs great. <laughs> are, can be quite, yes, fairly rough. Um, but Peterson Smith, very professional, the way they took Flynn in. Actually, it was during COVID. Uh, so I was not even able to stay, which it's, at first is uh, very disconcerting because you think, you feel like you're out of control. You don't know what's going to happen. But they did a, a wonderful job of settling him in, checking on him regularly. And as things progressed and the sand passed through, the solution was he was fine, but not always. So uh, that sound means we have to go. And we're going to see you back in a few minutes with our special guest, who we have here in the studio with us, Shelby Benny. So stay with us. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. 
At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial. Reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin. Improve texture and tone. Stimulate collagen production. Reduce inflammation and acne. And increase blood flow to the skin, resulting in a more youthful, radiant appearance. And it all takes only about 30 minutes. Boost your confidence now and set up a consultation. Find Crystal Cryo at crystalcryo.net or on social media. Experience the ultimate in relaxation and rejuvenation. Pamper and revitalize your body, mind, and spirit at Crystal Cryo. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. Does your farm need a facelift? Has the harsh Florida climate left your barns, stable doors, and fences stained? JNS Pressure Washing has a professional team who can exceed your expectations and restore your farm to its former glory. Get rid of dust and cobwebs that can cause allergies and health issues for horses, and keep your horses safe by limiting fire hazards in the barn. JNS Pressure Washing can clean your house, your barns, your fences, and your driveway, and you can count on dependable and professional services. For more information, call Stephen at 352-502-5355. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's um, finest alfalfa. Don't take my spot, okay? <laughs> I need something to say while I'm here. Louisa Martin here in the studio in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world with dancing Pete Rhoda and our special guest this week, Shelby Benny. I don't know which title to give her. Because I messed it up before. Well, maybe we should start with that one. Yes. (laughs) She is an attorney at law, though, so not just beauty, but brains as well. So, Shelby, thank you for being with us. Thank you for inviting me. Glad to be here this afternoon. Yes, wonderful to meet you and uh, and learn a little bit about you. So let's clear up the... Miss Rodeo USA, so we don't have anybody calling in. Oh, of course. So currently, um, I, I just finished my term as Miss Sunbelt Rodeo 2022 to 2023. I did compete for the title of Miss Rodeo USA. Miss Rodeo USA is currently Miss Anna Woolsey, and she's doing a wonderful job. That's fantastic. Well, Very congratulations. Good. That's a big deal. Yes, yes, most definitely. Uh, I enjoyed my year thoroughly. I just handed my title over to Natalie Ross, and I know she's going to do a phenomenal job. That's fantastic. So tell us about how you got into rodeo. 
Oh, of course. So I started out uh, very young. I was on a drill team. So my mother and I traveled all over the Southeast doing the grand entries, doing drill team performances at rodeos, and I really fell in love with it. I stepped away from it for a few years, focused on horse showing in the ranch world and then in the hunter-jumper and the equitation world. And so then I, I just really felt a calling to come back to it, which is how I got into the rodeo queen world. It's amazing. So tell us a little bit about the hunter-jumper world. Could kind of compare that to to rodeo because they're very different. <laughs> very different, very different. So I started riding hunter jumpers around 2014 and went to Sweetbriar College in Virginia. I rode in fox hunts, field trials, hunter jumper shows, equitation. Uh, very, very different. I found in the hunter jumper world there was much more of a focus on the fundamentals. It was a completely different type of riding, so certainly a, a dramatic transition. But I loved that every step of the way. Did you like fox hunting? I loved fox hunting. I was also terrified of fox hunting. <laughs> <laughs> it can be it, it can be exciting. It can be you're going over what's in front of you. I hope like so. It or not. <laughs> I hope you're going in <laughs> yeah, over something and fast, in front of you. But fine. Yes, yes. Riding at speed to the hounds is exhilarating. Um, but yes, it is terrifying. I don't jump anymore, but I certainly do miss it. So, did you compete in rodeo? Is that how you got into it, or? I was actually never a rodeo competitor, so I was involved in the drill team capacity and then as a rodeo queen. Uh, but generally speaking, I do not like to ride fast, so while I love to support the rodeo offense, you normally won't find me in them. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's fantastic, though, that you got that interest. I mean, you, and now, are you in the horse world now? Yes, so currently I have a, a quarter horse gelding and I show him in the ranch events. I just competed at the ARHA World at WEC last month. So I do try to show regularly with both the American Ranch Horse Association and the Florida Ranch Horse Club. And so right now I just enjoy him. We dabble a little bit in reining and um, that's, that's us. Beautiful. We have a great time doing it. That's beautiful. What a lovely boy. He is. He is. He is 11 years old, and he is just wonderful. And what's his name? His name is Merle. Merle. So he is uh, by the stallion Who Wiz It. So his name is Who Wiz Merle, and he has a question mark branded on his left cheek. Ah, yes. I've been around the Wiz horses before <laughs> quite a few times. <laughs> That's amazing. Now you, you juggle that in with your career. Yes. Yes, I do. So I work full-time as a criminal defense attorney. I ride when I can. Luckily, I do practice just outside of the horse capital of the world. So I am able to school my horse over lunch sometimes. And so I just fit it in whenever I can. Wow. That's amazing. Tell us about wanting to become an attorney at law. Is that something you always wanted to do? It, it is. It is. And to be honest with you, my undergraduate degrees are in history and Latin. So... I took Latin. I loved it. I loved it. Latin's so did I. Wonderful. I. I know. I loved I, it too. I, I, I dropped, was fluent I in Latin in I, high yes, school. Exactly. I dropped that one. I dropped that class in college. Yes. <laughs> English is hard enough. Latin is wonderful, but the job is. market is tough. So law school seemed like the natural path. And then once I was in law school, I did a whole bunch of internships and I fell in love with criminal law. Wow. And, and criminal law was there a reason why you just, you just felt like you wanted to... She likes bad boys. <laughs> she likes bad boys. That's um, what it is. Well, as I always tell people, I have never had a boring day at work, and that's Ooh. that's something that I always wanted. I wanted a career where I would never sit at a desk and not know what to do next. And I can honestly say I do not have that problem. You don't have that, no. <laughs> Was law school tough? 
It was, it was, um, but you know, I kept riding. I was a riding instructor through law school. I bartended nights. And so really it passed in just a blur. And then it was the bar exam and now I'm here. So it went by fast. It did, it did. Law wow. school is three years and it, it absolutely flies by. Wow, that's fantastic. Wow. So um, talk to us a little bit about kind of what you're looking future-wise as far as horses. Do you have, oh, and then I need to get Betsy to pass us something we forgot. <laughs> she's so glad she's studio audience tonight <laughs> we've made her work <laughs> sure so in the future my real passion is with breeding performance horses um, that's something my mother and I have always done I find a real sense of fulfillment in selecting a mare selecting a stallion and then training that prospect and showing it um, to me that's one of the most satisfying things you can do as a horseman so that's where I'd like to go next and aside from that keep showing keep, keep practicing showing. law and I think that'll keep me plenty busy. It will indeed. <laughs> You're signing autographs. So tell us, going back to the Rodeo Queen stuff, what is your role for a Rodeo Queen? So Rodeo Queens serve as ambassadors for their associations. So their job is to promote their rodeos, promote their associations, and promote agriculture and the Western way of life. So it is to celebrate rodeo in all of its capacities. Um, so reaching out to children, doing school visits, FFA and 4-H meetings, uh, basically promoting rodeo on the ground anywhere and everywhere that you can get. Dang, I wish you'd have known you were coming because I'd gotten a picture of me as a rodeo queen for Halloween in college. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to bring it in. I'll Did find it. Did you have it. facial hair then? No, ma'am. <laughs> I couldn't grow facial hair in college. <laughs> you worry me. So this is your goodie bag. Oh, thank you. This is for you and Mel from Piranha. And there's lots of goodies in here that you get to try. Oh, well, we thank you. We also have really nice lip chip caps down there and koozies and we have Piranha t-shirts and hoof picks so we can fill this bag for you. Well, thank you. Um, we so love this Piranha. Is, yes, Piranha yes. is amazing, amazing, wonderful products. So those are those are for our guests. Thank and, you, uh, thank you. Yeah, we hope you enjoy those goodies and we'll load you up with a few more things over there from the... We don't have the green screen, so that's I know, not that's invisible. Right, so it it's not as much fun anymore, now. Yeah. We're giving Piranha stuff and it's not invisible. So as we're... The, the day job, we're actually in the CEP studio, so the day job is is uh, for the director of the equine initiative for the chamber, and Piranha is our presenting sponsor because they're all about our local community and helping our young people as they grow up. So as we're looking forward to the school year coming up, we're looking for people who are role models for kids in the horse world, and we're looking for speakers uh, and people who can share their horse experiences, and you as my opinion as a, a rodeo queen a rider and a lawyer and a lawyer you're kind of the whole package there as far as somebody the, the that, smart horse people they get a real job <laughs> oh very funny says he <laughs> yes it's true um so you would be a, a person we would love to invite to to come and speak on career days and, and visit with the kids and share like your life experiences if you would be interested in doing that we would love that i would be thrilled that sounds like an amazing time that would be awesome wow. wonderful shelby benny thank you so much for being with us a special guest here in the studio this week we'd love to have her back and hear more uh in the future about her and mill thank you thank you so much we'll be back in just a few minutes on the horse talk show stay with us we've got isaac <laughs> <laughs> isaac Come he had to look yeah, yeah isaac <laughs> we'll be back Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. 
with your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now here's your host, pretty pretty, Louisa Barton. She's a Brit, she's got the gift of the gab, and her guests are fab. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio with my co-host dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. And our special guest is usually on the other side. This is the guy we rely on on that side of the camera. That's right. <laughs> we have Isaac Brocious here with us in the studio. Mm. And um, let's give him a big round of applause because he does such Our entire studio audience is also clapping. Woo-hoo. He does such a phenomenal job. Uh, Kylie Mabe is over there right now filling in for Isaac so he can be up here with us. So thank you to Kylie for that. So what do we got Isaac on this side of the camera for? Well, so Isaac left us and went to Montana. He left us? He left us. And I was so happy that he left to go and see his family. But we also cried because he wasn't here. That's right. But then we got Gigi and we got to see Gigi for a little while. That's right. That was nice. So Isaac. Tell us how you feel about the horse talk show. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Did you miss us? <laughs> yes. Oh, you did. Okay. I did actually miss you guys. Did you? Yes. Because wow. we were entertaining. Quite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to put it shortly. Yeah, it's fun to ask Isaac, how'd we do? Well, <laughs> yes. Oh, no, it's not. That's always a fun topic. <laughs> I know. I go home and cry. Yeah. <laughs> I go home and cry all night. Why did you have to ask him that? You were okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, we were okay. That's good from Isaac. So, Isaac, you, you went to Montana. You had yes. a wonderful time with your family. We shared while you were gone some fantastic photographs of your trip, some beautiful scenery that you took. Wow. Yes. Um, absolutely gorgeous. And you, beautiful got a, mountains. you got a new drone. Yes. Which is pretty exciting, right? Yes, and little behind-the-scenes whatevers. We're actually using it as the camera for the new segment. So, I guess it works. If Yeah. So, that's, I, that's Isaac getting excited, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Just, we get loud, he gets excited that way. <laughs> I guess it works. <laughs> so... You were how many hours from Idaho Drive? About six? Uh, four and a half. Oh, four and a half. So not too, not, not too terrible. So you decided before you left Ocala that you were going to try to make this Idaho trip because yes. we talk about Idaho every show. And we talk Idaho's about finest we alfalfa. Do. Yes. <laughs> that is Larson Hank. That's right. So now uh, Idaho has its finest drone pilot. Wow. <laughs> How about that? Wow. But some of this footage, if I do say myself, looks pretty good it's okay wow it's okay. look at that so, <laughs> so okay. that's a pivot if you're watching on yeah if you're listening on the radio go find us somewhere we're everywhere <laughs> so how many acres was that field do you know i have not the slightest <laughs> clue a lot but he can tell you what camera he used on that shot <laughs> yeah. i could go a good amount into it but i don't think the viewers are super interested but that's, I mean, look at that footage. Hey, you really do have to go to the Horse yes. Talk Show on Equus Television. That shot in particular is right outside their main office. So what size bale? Those are look like three by three by eights, all stacked. I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I know a little bit about hay, but not that much. What did you learn when you were there? So we'll keep looking at this great footage, but but what did you learn from, so you've been hearing us talk about Larson Hay forever now. I don't know, you've been with us well over a year and you've heard us talk a lot about Larson Hay. What were some of the things that you saw and learned that you didn't maybe know about or that were just interesting to see actually and be there? I didn't, I knew that Larson Finals is big, but I, I didn't know just how <laughs> massive the place was. So you know how many acres? I should have asked. They had a cool map in their office that I wish I had taken a picture of. So is it one of those you drive for like five miles and okay now it's a your- lot more than five miles. It took me twenty five minutes to drive from their office to I wanna say close to the halfway or two thirds point at fifty five miles per hour. Wow. That's a lot. Yes, it Huge. is. Gosh, look at this. It's the, the most amazing, isn't it? So you got to see the bailing. Yes, well, I, they're picking up here. I believe bailing. I got to see just about every step of the process, except for planting and then restarting to go to either another crop or something else. And was it impressive? Oh, yes. <laughs> I was impressed by just the sheer scale of the operations, and I didn't know that they used this much machinery and how varied it was. So it was a really a good learning experience for you as well, because you kind of knew what we've been talking about all this time. I, I feel like it's a great opportunity to go and see this, like, and you got to talk to Mr. Larson. Not a whole lot, maybe he for He was a, pretty busy. Yeah, he was quite busy. I got to talk to him for maybe 20-ish minutes total, not counting on the phone. But he had staff that were able to show you everything. Yes. were able to see all of this. Once I... I first got there, I got into the office, we got what I was gonna do all figured out, and Paul Larson gave me a first tour. I didn't have my drone with me. He was just telling me all these different things about Larson Farms, it's different operations, it's, it's different crops, basically anything you wanted to, or needed to know or could know about the place. And then after I drove and got some shots, and then Chad Larson, told me about some other spots and set me up with some night footage. Oh, really? You got to see that too? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it has to have been just kind of mind-blowing a little bit to see the the operation. I mean, if you're actually able to watch this, if you're on the sky listening to us, you're on podcast, if you can, go to Equus Television or go to Facebook and find the Horse Talk Show so you can actually see this footage because... It's like off the charts. I mean, so, this so we need to get Richard back in with this footage because this is gets me excited watching this. No, it's amazing. Next and time, and then to be able it, to yeah. ask him, okay, what size baler is that? What size? Yeah, break that's is that? Amazing, isn't it? Like yes. really. Uh, so you got to really see what goes into making this incredible hay that we are fortunate enough to receive here in the horse capital of the world and have available to keep our horses in tip-top condition and healthy and provide them everything they need. This is, this is, that's cool. <laughs> Pete's like gone. He's so tuned in. Yeah, He's like, like, this is Well, this no, is I, I help a buddy in Colorado to do some hay, and he does a lot of hay, but this is like over the top. Yeah, this is some incredible, wow. incredible footage. So really, you, you, you're quite... Did you get to drive a tractor? No. Did you get to ride in one of the tractors? No. Did you want to? Yes. <laughs> that Did, must be next I should have made Did it. Did you ask? <laughs> no. That's where you got to take me with you next time so yes. I can go, we're getting in the tractor, right? <laughs> we are getting in the tractor. Okay. This is amazing, isn't it? So you got to see all of this area and and see them in action in all the phases, like you said, except the planting part. Yes. 
Wow. So next time it's go back in a tractor and, uh, and, and do some bailing, huh? <laughs> yes, that would be quite the opportunity. <laughs> That's really amazing. And it's a huge operation. You went to the office and saw how much staff they have in the in that whole area you've got to yes yeah wow just amazing well, Isaac we um, we missed you uh, we certainly knew you weren't here and uh, and we we missed all the skills and and, and all the other parts of, of having such a great young man uh, on the team but having you get that opportunity to go and actually did you watch the show while you were gone I watched one of the shows I forgot which one Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, it was the one right after I had gone because I would given my footage and I wanted to see how it was used. <laughs> oh, you didn't want to see so, us. Maybe I was a little how bit did, selfish. How did we do? I didn't watch the whole show, just the new segment. <laughs> so we didn't I get... I was going to say, were we okay? Yes. Yeah, we were okay. At the least. <laughs> stupendous is what we're going for. That's the ultimate. Yeah, we have never had a stupendous, have we? We've, no, ma'am. We've yeah. gotten close. We haven't had a stupendous. Not yet. <laughs> oh, he's, he's now rooting for us. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound means we're going to take a break Isaac thank you you did an amazing Woo! job and yes getting Richard in here would be phenomenal yeah so, that, that I was drooling yeah <laughs> coming back after the break on the horse talk show stay with us thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the horse talk show Palm Chevrolet your hometown Chevy experience thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor Larson Farms Idaho's finest alfalfa also thank you to supporting sponsors Nirvana Medical Spa TT Distributors Summit Joint Performance Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must. Experience peace of mind by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first. Providing air conditioner repair, installation, and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity, and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. 
I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Does your farm need a facelift? Has the harsh Florida climate left your barns, stable doors, and fences stained? JNS Pressure Washing has a professional team who can exceed your expectations and restore your farm to its former glory. Get rid of dust and cobwebs that can cause allergies and health issues for horses, and keep your horses safe by limiting fire hazards in the barn. JNS Pressure Washing can clean your house, your barns, your fences, and your driveway, and you can count on dependable and professional services. For more information, call Stephen at 352-502-5355. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here with Dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. And if you've been watching every week, then you've seen Aaron Vale on twice. We've had episode one and two with Aaron Vale at the farm. And we have episode three for you now. We hope you enjoy it. It was kind of a great candid approach to an interview at the farm with him and his wife and daughter and staff. And uh, it was a very, very enjoyable visit. And he was a great host. So we hope you enjoy the best show jumper the USA has ever produced. Aaron Bale is with us now. This is episode three of a series at the farm with Aaron Vale. I do know someone. I was just at Devon at the show talking and that someone was saying that, you know, he had a really good five-year-old and um, I didn't know what, you know, he... He doesn't want to sell it, but he said if in Europe he, people would price that horse at five hundred thousand. Wow! You know, so that's that's <laughs> way above my budget yeah. you know, for a five-year-old. Oh but, my god! You know, that's a lot. An extremely yeah. talented horse. I mean, they just you, the they numbers are crazy. It's the it's sky's such the a, limit, right? It's such a popular sport in the whole world. You know, it's just it's amazing what people will pay for horses. You know, and you so. generally buy overseas. Um, I buy in America, overseas, where, you wherever okay. you can find a horse, you know? Okay. Wherever the, the ability and the price matches. Buy from Europe, you have to factor in, cost Shipping. another ten or 12000 to get added here. to the price to get them here. So, right. just, you know, it all depends. How much has WEC changed everything for you? Well, I mean, it's I mean you know, the real estate market. I mean, I, <laughs> I had a, I still have 44 acres, but I sold 28 acres off the front of my farm. They, they've raised and created a new, stronger market for farms with international people here. We've be, we've become a destination for people to shop for horses. I just um, sold two horses to Australia. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, didn't even know the people. A friend of ours said, hey, we've got people coming from Australia to look at horses. And, um, y you know, I mean, that never would have happened before. So, you know, the the horse sales market um, has broadened. The, you know, the, the real estate here is, you know, ballooned in price, yeah. um, even with, you know, the economy being a bit down and all that. So, but 
you, it doesn't feel like the you know, economy's down a, here, right? No, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just such a popular sport, and they've built such a wonderful facility here. It just, it's really, really just, you know, bolstered changed, everything, changed the game, you know. Mm -hmm. So, what's your kind of is your highest hopes is the Olympics, or probably? For sure. Most, I mean, you know, most Olympics are right? absolutely Olympics, and just some of the top international shows, Aachen in Germany. Um, Spruce Meadows, you, you know, I mean, just, I, I've, I've done a lot, but there's some things I still want to do, so. What do you attribute your success to? Because you are, are the winningest uh, Grand Prix rider that the USA has ever produced, I think, I and you've got I'm some... quite that, you're, but you're, close to it. not, you're um, pretty close. Pretty, um, pretty close. I think you I might mean, have... I, I've uh, got a lot of natural ability, but, you know, I also have desire and work ethic you know I, and even even though I'm not as young as I once was I, I still have the the desire to to ride and compete you know so just I enjoy doing it you know gonna it's do it as long as I can stay fit though right oh, absolutely. so do you have some kind of program for that well I ride horses all you day ride long. horses all yeah, day long I, I, I ride horses do you do all anything day long else, sports wise I, or I fitness. move the jumps you I, move the jumps yes know, we saw I, you down on you the know, I, we were we were mowing till five o'clock mm -hmm. yesterday when we were done. I had to water bushes that we've planted to reconstruct, you know, the portion of the farm we still own into the full farm. Um, drag the arena. There's endless work. Right? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, there's <laughs> there's no shortage of stuff to no do to, shortage. To, no. to try and stay stay fit, you know. Yeah, I, I, I do enough here on the farm. I don't. You have don't to, need to do anything I don't else. have to go to the gym or anything. Oh, no, I was going to say, no, yeah, especially not in the summertime I, here. I right? don't. Yeah, I don't have time for the <laughs> no, gym. No. The horses take care of all that. <laughs> this is true. That's plenty. How many acres is this? Forty-four. We have. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. you got plenty to do. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Plenty to yep. do. So bucket list is Olympics. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, this one. And maybe this one, yeah. That's uh, my, it would my be wife, really nice since my, I met you. My you wife know? calls him L.A. That's his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the right age at that point. Yes, that would be quite something. <laughs> about what now? Obviously, it changes and varies according to the horse's health and everything. But about is there an average kind of age they age out in this sport? You know, I mean, they kind of, you know, they're gonna be getting their best hopefully at 10 or 11 you know some horses might be a little bit later than that and then you know it just depends on on soundness after that you know if you take care of them and you know don't have any bad luck i mean some of them will keep jumping top level into their upper teens you know mm -hmm. um so that's nice you know the, plenty of longevity you know, the, the, <laughs> most of the horses that win the good classes are you know older horses you know i mean that's where you know experience is a, is a big part of it so it's not just the ability it's the the experience and you know no no two courses are exactly the same horses have to be exposed to you know different venues you know just so they're they've seen different jumps different courses different footing you know different lighting if you're jumping at night, you know, just to, to be able to deal with all that stuff. So that's, you know, why usually it's the 
you know, more experienced horses that are winning the top classes. You see that with the riders mm -hmm, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think of a lot of older yeah. riders that have competed over the years. I think about Ian Miller and yeah, yeah. I mean, all those no, guys. I mean, that's, and you know, it's kind of... They're a little seasoned. It is, it, exactly. <laughs> I mean, luckily it is a sport for you can do for a long time if you stay fit enough, you know, because, um, you know, there's so much there's a lot physical to it but so much of it is mental and and using your brain to to get the job done so uh, now do you think this is an easy sport to get the youth engaged with or do you think that well that i mean I think budget wise obviously it's not bud for everybody budget wise <laughs> is difficult um you know on the other hand lots of people like riding and mm -hmm. you know and want to do horses so so there's a, a pretty big pool to draw from there um, I would say the, you know, if you're going to be a professional or top level, I mean the, you know the the real trick is is the work ethic. It's it's hard work, you know, mm -hmm. and dedication. So if you want to do it, you know, it's it looks nice on the surface to be out there, you know, jumping in the Grand Prix and you know being in the the winter circle, but there's there's a lot of work it takes to get there and you know not just work today or in the last year it's a lifetime of work you mm -hmm. know <laughs> so it really is. um yeah it's it's a you know full dedication was there anything else when you were growing up or when you were a teen that you thought you might do no, this was no, your this is it you know I, I i really like you know american football but not the right size or the right speed to do it so um just have to watch that on tv <laughs> <laughs> and cheer them on <laughs> exactly and your parents were quite both the question uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm so no, they had a had a farm you know so we had you know kind of like my daughter which she grew up with horses so mm -hmm. um it was you know just never had a thought of doing anything else no never occurred to me <laughs> that i'd do anything else and your parents obviously taught you a very good work ethic um somewhere along the way i i got one you got so. that, yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this series with top u.s show jumper aaron vale if you'd like more information about aaron and his family and the farm check him out at thinkslikeahorse.com Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center.
This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Reboot Self-Care Center in Ocala is the future of integrative healthcare, utilizing natural self-care protocols and the finest in modern technology. Instead of treating you, we are teaching you. Learn how to combat threats to your own health and protect your family. For weight control, performance enhancement, anti-aging, self-detoxing, or preparing for pregnancy, Reboot Self-Care will teach you how to improve your own health. Like us on Facebook now and find us on the web at RebootSelfCare.com. Join us for the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by Ag Pro Companies of Ocala. October the 21st at the Florida Horse Park. Enjoy the parade of horse breeds. Take a free hayride and learn horse sports by competing from the safety of a stick horse. Win ribbons and prizes in barrel racing, show jumping, calf roping, racing, polo, plus food trucks and a vendor village. Don't forget to horse around with us on October the 21st, 10 to 4 p.m. at the Florida Horse Park. Free admission for all ages. This event is part of the CEP's Equine Initiative presented by Piranha. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show for this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the CEP Equine Studios in downtown Ocala, the horse capital of the world, with Dancing Pete Roder. Woohoo! Ooh, and Dancing Pete has your horsemanship tip of the week. Dance and Pete, tip of the week, brought to you by Complimentary Horsemanship. Okay, today's tip of the week is recognize the slightest try. So a lot of times when we're on the ground with our horse or in the saddle, we don't recognize that try. And what I mean by try for one horse may be one half a step, and that might be all that horse can do to show, hey, I'm trying. Or for another horse, it might be two steps before they sh really are showing a try. For another horse, it might be just a blink of their eye. And that's where it gets tricky when you have that shut down horse and you go, I just need a try. And they blink and come to consciousness and go, oh, my, I'm wide eyed and now I can blink. That's a try for them. So just like us as people, you, 
you might ask me to read a book and I go, well, I, I read a chapter. You go, well, that's not a try. I'm like, oh, I won't read another one now. So for me, one chapter would be a big try if you asked me to read a book. So every horse is different. So recognizing that slightest try is really hard for a lot of people. That is so spot on because a very good friend of mine, um, Kayla Stevens, came to help me move my Mustang yesterday. And he's young, he's young. He's only been on how many trailer rides? I think most of them have been with Betsy. Have I mentioned Betsy this show enough? <laughs> Betsy's getting $5 a spot. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but Kayla and I have never trailered up a horse together before. So Kayla's being super respectful of me because she doesn't know how I, what I do with my Mustang. So right. she's helping me move him using her truck and trailer. And she's being, you know, kind of staying out of the way like you do, you know, when you're, you don't know. So she, Flynn took a couple of steps up into a trailer that he hadn't been in before, darker than the trailer he's used to, you know, and he yes, narrower going in. And, and so I was being very patient and letting him take a look. And, and when he took a couple of steps in and had his, Kayla said, that's the biggest stretch I've ever seen in back legs and horse in my life, because his back legs couldn't have been stretched out any further behind him. But his front legs were in and he would keep shuffling forward a little bit. And so then I would be reward because you did what you're supposed to do and let him know he that was good you're good and then he stepped back out a couple times and on like the second time I decided it was time to be Betsy be, be Betsy. Betsy be Betsy oh gosh and I said to Kayla do you have a, uh, a lunging whip or a dressage whip she said yes and I said could you get it because if you get it and walk behind him he'll think Betsy's here and then it'll be a real oh, try no. And he did a real try, and that was it. He was in. And she never even had to hardly go, didn't even go near him, didn't touch him. He just there came around, and that was it. Oh, I'm supposed to get in. And so then he did the real try and got in the trailer. <laughs> so, but he was really trying. You know, he was oh, yeah. thinking, and he was looking, and he was checking it out, and he was trying to decide, well, this isn't Betsy's trailer. Whose trailer is this? And that's the try <laughs> that we would talk about by feet. So the front feet... We're given big tries. The back feet, because he was stretched out, were saying, we can't do anything. And this is where people make the mistake, is they'll do a millimeter with that back leg, and they'll think that's not a try. For that moment, that is a try for mm -hmm. that horse. And that's why I always tell people, especially in trail loading, horses think in millimeters. We think in inches and feet. So if I had a snake in the studio... And I, I said, wouldn't be in the studio. <laughs> you wouldn't be in the studio. <laughs> I wouldn't be in the studio. But if I said... <laughs> take a step towards me, you would think that one millimeter close to that snake was like six miles of you running towards it, and you'd be like, nope, I can't do any more in a millimeter. If I took a millimeter step towards it, it'd be a miracle. Because yeah. I am <laughs> so snake phobic. But he was really trying, you yes, know, and I was letting him know he was good for trying. And, and then we, we got to that, I call it my Betsy breaking point, um, which is <laughs> when, I get, when I get to the point where I'm like, Okay, now you got to try some more. And you know, he was so good. He knew right away, oh, it's time to step in and, and it, I'm good. Well, and there's he a difference had between... His, he had his two times to have a good look. And he knew everything <laughs> <Wow>. was good. <laughs> you yeah. and I need to do some trail loading. <laughs> no, he did, he did really good. I was really so, proud of him. So that's got to versus get to. Mm -hmm. So when I go and help someone 
it's a get-to situation, we might spend days or weeks right. getting them calm right. and relaxed for it so that you walk up to the trailer and they go, oh, I know what to do, and right. they go right in. Or right. even sit on the fender and yeah. say, and that ahead. And that, uh, that ideally is if you get to spend enough time with your horse, as I wish I had in the past year, but I haven't, ideally, you, that's absolutely the right way to do it. But the fact that he was so willing to try in a new situation, and he has got very used to trailering in Betsy's trailer, and he's got very used to that, and, and he's young still, and he has probably only been trailered, what, maybe six times in his life? Yeah, Betsy's like five, close, five or six. You know, so, and he's still very young, and he's, for the past 12 months, other than being scratched and groomed, he hasn't really had anything done with him at all, right. except a couple of moving trips. Now it'll be different because he'll be home with me. But during this period of time, he really hasn't had a lot of handling. So I have to give him a lot of credit where credit's due. New trailer, new person. Here we go again. Where are we going? Also, it was 100 degrees, which is not and, ideal and for working with a horse why, in the heat. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of like, well, it was 98 because it dropped two degrees <laughs> in the evening. But, you know, it was kind of a, a situation of when you're in someone else's trailer on someone else's time, it's not the time to start training. Like right. we've talked about before, when we're going, we're going to a hurricane or a fire situation, that's right. not the time to train. And it felt like a fire in 100 degrees last night. Yes, so it was a situation of let's just get this done uh, as, as safely as possible and make it a good experience for him. And he, you know, he, it was, it was a good experience. But I was proud of him because in a new trailer, a new situation, yeah, but see, he was would, stepping up. What I would tell you is, you have to think of it as that doesn't matter what kind of trailer it is we're getting on. So you got to put that picture in your mind. Doesn't matter what it is, a step up. I broke down one time and got my trailer stuck and they showed up with a trailer. I had three horses, took them around my trailer through this swampy area that I stupidly brought my trailer through mm. and they loaded up. Strange trailer because I'm like, this is they a trailer. Didn't like the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> this is a trailer, and you've got to get on. And I mean, they got on no problem. The funny thing was, when they got him to the farm, the girl opened the door and says, Oh, yeah, Pete just waits for him, and they come right out. Well, no, they're not supposed to get out unless I pick up their tail. And they went, mm, they don't know any better, so they backed so out. So they backed yeah, out. They just backed out, and they were like, oh, yeah. They just backed out, got out of the way, and the next one came, and they were brilliant. This was amazing. And I'm like, whew. Well, I they, should have videoed it because it was real cute. The mini, who's only the size of a big dog, jumped in the trailer, and it's a big step up in that trailer. And he jumped, I mean, front legs, up he went. It was really, that was cute, actually. That was, worth, that was video worthy. I hope we have time for Ocala Dog Ranch Tip of the Week. I think we do. Well, let's yes. see Uncle Neil. Yes, let's. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the horse talk show goes to the dogs at Ocala Dog Ranch. Hi there, it's Neil Hennessy, the owner of Ocala Dog Ranch. Tip for this week is boarding. You m may never think that you will have to board your dog, but should an emergency come and you need to board your dog, it's good to have a working relationship with a facility so that the dog knows what to expect when they're dropped off. You can start with a couple of days or nights just to get the dog comfortable, so then if you have to disappear for a couple of weeks, your dog will be comfortable and he will know what to expect at the facility that you're using. Good old Uncle Neil. I know, you love him, don't you? we got to wrap it up. We're at the end of the show. I can't believe it. It flew by. Woo. It was a great show, whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, not. the horse capital of the world or not. Happy horsing around. Till the same time next week. See you next time.